Hello and welcome to the Men of Action podcast, where we bring on stellar men, men who felt like a zero until they recognized that hero within themselves to pull it out, to pull them out of the pits of despair so that way they can overcome the difficulties in life head on, facing the problems, facing the storms head on. And today I got Matt Izzo, who is Mr. Iron Man, and we're going to get to a chance to hear his story and how well and how awesome this man is. I've been following him on Twitter for probably like six, seven months at this point. I'm always encouraged by his weight loss journey as I'm on my own weight loss journey and how to get in best shape. So let's stay, let's get in tune. So that way, let's see if we can learn a thing or two from Matt. Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks for having me, Zach. I'm so happy to get a chance to uh, speak with you and, and your audience. You know, like we were kind of touching on a little bit before we started recording. I'm just kind of a regular guy. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an unlikely fitness influencer, if you want to call me that. You know, it's, it's not something that I ever would have imagined for myself. Uh, because, you know, I was somebody I struggled with uh, obesity for a long time. And then all kind of the, the sort of issues that that went along with that. I had asthma. Um, you know, I, I wasn't really athletic. You know, I, I gave up sports after Little League pretty much. And, uh, you know, I was working at a dead end job that, that I hated and, uh, you know, draining my energy. And I had some drinking problems along with that, you know, just just real common kind of stuff, you know, that it's easy to, to fall into like a rut like that. And, you know, that was kind of my whole life until my mid 30s when I finally, you know, took control of my life and I made a decision to turn things around. Uh, I lost 75 pounds for the third time, the, the same 75 pounds. I lost it for the third time when I was 34 years old. And now I've kept it off for, for coming on six years now. And uh, I've Let's continued. Go. Hey, yeah, that's, right there. No, that, that, it, it, it's awesome. And, and it really is in many ways my greatest achievement. You know, it's easy to look back on something and say, hey, you know, it's not that big of a deal or whatever. But, you know, living for such a long time on the one side of that problem, I didn't know that I could ever solve it. You know, and, and mm -hmm. for years, it seemed like an impossible thing for me to do. So, you know, you know, finally doing that and then, you know, getting fitter and stronger and being able to, you know, tackle some endurance sports. And, you know, I've, I've run a couple of marathons now. I did an Ironman. I, I've done a ton of other races, too, on top of that. You know, I've had a lot of fun doing it, learned a lot about myself, challenged myself in new ways. And it's just been a great experience. Now I, I share what I'm doing uh, on social media. You know, I have a have, have a. Uh, Twitter community I've built, you know, and I, I, I try to lead by example every day and show people the, the process that that goes into these things, right? Because it's easy to look at somebody holding up an Ironman finisher medal and like, oh, wow, okay, that's great, you know, but I try to kind of shine the, the the light on to how this goes, what it's like day in, day out, the sort of mm -hmm. commitment and determination that are required, you know, the good days and the bad days, because this is really the power of social media is you can get insight into, in, into this process and not just see the end result. So um, I try to lead by example now and document what I'm doing on social media and, you know, and serve as an inspiration for others, because I know there's a lot of other people, you know, who, who, who have some of these same issues that I've overcome. And I believe really strongly that I didn't just do this for myself, right. Mm -hmm. That uh, you know, this is part of some, some overall larger benefit that, that I can provide. And, and I'm here to, I, I overcame what I did to ultimately help people and to, you know, teach them how to do some of the same things that, that I've done. Yeah. And that's, that's incredible. Cause I'm sure it's very common of, you know, people lose a bunch of weight 
then they gain it back and then lose weight and gain it back. I know you see that a lot of people who have like get that liposuction done. You know, it's kind of kind of that's more of a quick compared to probably what you've done actually working out and drinking healthy and doing a lot of lifestyle changes. But could you tell us like a little bit of that like kind of emo- emotional roller coaster of like losing weight, getting it back? And I mean, like you said, you lost seventy five pounds, yeah. seventy five pounds for the third time. I mean, I can't imagine what that yeah. must have felt like going yeah. through like, all those different emotions. Yeah, the, the way you phrase it is intelligent, and it, you know it's more than just following a a program, right? It's more than just hey, you got to eat these foods and do this exercise, and you can lose weight. Like, of course that works, you know. And, and I think I think everybody who struggled with their weight for a long time has had some degree of success at some point with with weight loss because you know it's not that complicated. It's not necessarily easy, but it's simple enough, you know, and it it, it revolves around eating less, right? And, you know, I think as much as the topic might be debated, I think pretty much everyone agrees you you have to change the amount and types of foods that that, that you're eating, right? So, you know, you can have some success with it, but having lasting success is a very different sort of thing because like you said, it's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And, and it, it's more than just, you know, using willpower to follow some program. That's great and all, and that can get you temporary success, but willpower only lasts for so long. And then what do you do when that willpower gets mm-hmm. in, right? You know, then, then yeah. you're going to be more guided by emotions and, and your, your self-image, your, your identity, the, the way you see yourself on a deep level. And if you haven't done the work to evolve that and, and to fix, you know, not just your physical health, but your mental health and your emotional health and your spiritual health, right? You know, we're holistic people. So in order to have a lasting, sustainable change, it comes with making changes in all of these different areas. And, you know, the hypothetical example that you cite of the person who has liposuction but ends up gaining the weight back again, well, it's because that, you know, they have not actually learned the behavior patterns. They have not evolved their image in such a way, their self-image. They don't know how to live sort of as this higher version of themselves that they want to live at. So, so when they're left with no choice but to, to you know, you know, live if you're, fo- if you're following a program that, you know, is not sustainable, it, it requires a lot of willpower. Well, if you can't keep doing that anymore and you don't know a happy medium, right, you don't know how to kind of off-ramp that to something that is going to be more sustainable but, but also aligned with, you know, maintaining your progress, well, then you're probably just going to end up reverting back to your old habits. And it might not be the first day or the first week, but, you know, after a few weeks or months, you're just going to end up doing the same things you've always done. And, you know, you know, the, the cycle of positivity you've tried to build can easily turn into kind of a negative cycle again. You just end up back where you started. And, and, and you know, that's that's so common for so many people. It was common for me for a long time. And I'm grateful to, to have overcome that. And now I, I try to help and, and teach other people that, you know, by, by taking sort of a multifaceted approach to it. Ultimately, yes, behavior needs to, to uh, change, right? This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where we, we get these results. But our behavior is informed by our emotions, right? And our emotions are, are informed by our, our, our beliefs. And then our beliefs ultimately are dictated by our self-image. And there's ways to make progress at all of these different levels to, to make a more holistic transformation and have it be something that is, is more sustainable and long-lasting. It's something that, that you can last and break free from that cycle of, of, of yo-yo dieting, weight loss and weight gain, and you know all the, all the 
demoralizing things that that go along with it. Yeah, and that's why I love that you touched upon that it goes beyond willpower. Like you really do have to tackle it from a holistic approach, and that's addressing the physical health, the mental health, the emotional health, and then the spiritual health. Because by taking care of all those aspects, it's a lot of work, and you have to develop that consistency, that discipline, the motivation to go out and do that and recognizing, I look in the mirror sometimes and be like, man, what do I need to change about in my life? I mean, to, to a degree, I mean, we're all flawed, right? I mean, we're yeah. all going to make mistakes and learn from it. And so I love that you just touched upon that. So what helped you finally keep all the weight off? Like, what was your factor that really helped you go beyond that willpower? Yeah, so it, at first it, it really was kind of willpower, and I, I made the decision, and I said, you know, look, I I know how to lose weight. I've done it before multiple times. I, I learned how to do it in a really successful way. Uh, you know, it's demanding and challenging, but it, it's easier now, right? Um, smartphones make make logging and tracking food choices kind of easy. You know, there, 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 there's lots of information available about the nutritional breakdown of foods and stuff. So pretty much what I said was, I don't care, you know, if I have to follow some sort of diet or program for the rest of my life, right? Obviously, the, the weight loss phase is going to be intense and it's going to require willpower and, and sacrifice, right? But maintaining weight, well, if you just kind of apply those same principles, but make the kind of logical adjustments that now you don't have to eat in a caloric deficit anymore, you know, now you can eat sort of you know, more food and just keep exercising. You don't have to be as strict, but the answer also isn't just to let it go completely and put up your, your, your feet on the desk and be like, all right, you know, uh, mission accomplished. Right. You know, so, so that was kind of what I made the commitment because again, I knew how to do this and it wasn't so much that I, I didn't know how to do it. It was that like, it didn't seem worth it until I was willing to commit to making the change for the rest of my life because I knew it would, you know, be about nine months of, of, of effort to uh, lose the weight, but it's not worth it if you just end up getting fat again six months later, right? You know, it's just, right. as well, hey, pour me another beer, I'm just going to sit here, you know, it's, 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 it's just kind of makes sense, but um, so it started with willpower, and, and I, didn't, I didn't know most of the things that, that uh, I'm going to talk about you know, oh, sure. uh, in terms of, of these higher level sort of things, these are things that, that, that I had to kind of figure out along the way. And what I realized is that it really has more to do with your self-image and, and, you know, the, the way you see yourself on an unconscious level. One of the things people will talk about, you know, with, with weight loss is this idea that we have a, a weight set point, right? And that there's a, a, a genetic sort of predisposition to us being a certain weight. And, and you know, it's, it's not some people would say it's not possible to, to, you know, deviate from that, certainly not for the long term. And if you think about that on some level, it's absurd, right? Because obviously there's, there's countless examples of people who have lost weight and kept it off right. for, for a long time. Well, but if you think about it from another perspective, it actually makes a lot of sense. And it's, it's, it's more uh, self-image with, within your emotional state. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a set point, the, the way you see yourself. And, 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 you know, th this is very common, for example, right? Like for me, once I got to a certain point, I, I was fatter than I felt comfortable being. And, and then, you know, mm -hmm. subconsciously, I would just make adjustments to, to my life because I could not, you know, I was not willing to sort of reduce my self-image to kind of meet this, this new sort of 
reality, you know, and if I was 250 pounds, you know, I was getting kind of heavy. So I'd say, all right, well, let me start making some changes here. Right. But it wasn't done in, in, in a focused, sustainable way. So what I managed to do right by in, in, in a healthier self image is, is it's almost earned because talk mm -hmm. is cheap at the end of the day. Right. You, right. You can repeat all the positive affirmations you want and it, it can be great for, for getting your mind right. But at the end of the day, you have to follow through with action that is aligned with, you know, these sort of positive thoughts and positive affirmations. Because if you don't do that, if you don't back it up with your actions, then you're going to, you know, see yourself as a liar because, you know, and then you're not going to trust, you're not going to trust yourself, right? And this right. is going to lead to a negative, you know, you know, a sort of spiral downwards. So you, and I evolved my self-image by just sort of upholding this 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 lifestyle day in day out for years right and then i you know started to take on these other challenges you know all the races that i've done and, and, and all that's that's gone into that you know so when you when you come to see yourself as an Ironman athlete, right? Well, well, now you don't, you know, now I don't see myself as just a fat guy who works in a cubicle. Now I see myself as an Ironman athlete. Right. So I'm able to maintain it, I'll say effortlessly in air quotes. Obviously there's a lot of effort that, that goes into it, but yes. it's not a, it's not a thing that I'm doing with willpower. It's not forced, right? And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm committed to a goal in, 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 in aligning all aspects of my life toward for reaching that goal, right? Something like, like an Ironman race is a very demanding thing to train for. So it, it requires me to kind of be fired on all cylinders, you know, with weight, nutrition, strength training, sleep, all these things, right? They, they all have to be sort of aligned well. Um, you know, and, and this is what's allowed me to really evolve my, my self-image, but it doesn't need to be that extreme, obviously, right? You know, right. I, I'm not suggesting that everybody needs to lose weight and then, you know, take it to, to this sort of level. Um, it's just oh, something sure. that, you know, interested me. This was not some grand plan that I had at, at all to, to do this. It was more like, well, now I've, I've lost weight and I've gotten into good shape. So now this opportunity is open to me, whereas in the past, I would have thought it was impossible. So, you know, sure. I've kind of gone with it that way. And, you know, you know, this is, you know, you know, what is required though for long-term sustainable success. And you need to sort of act in accordance with the way that you want to see yourself, how this higher version, this healthier version of you would act. You need to act in accordance with that. And by acting in accordance with that, you then become that, that person. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot of the, a lot of the way you're talking about the reverse engineering, like, like starting with the end in mind of who do you want to become? Yes. And then how can you begin to take those steps and those courageous first steps of changing your life for the better? Yeah. Because obviously changing your life is one of the hardest things that we ever have to do in life. Yeah. I mean, this is something that I, I talk to my clients about and it's mm -hmm. like, Hey, you know, envision the higher version of yourself, right? What is that person like? What are they thinking? What words do they use? What actions do they engage in? What, what foods do they eat? Where do they go? Who, who do they surround themselves with? Right? How do they see the world? And you become that higher version of yourself by becoming that higher, by, by, by embodying them, right? And right. the more you're able to embody that, the more you're able to become that person, then, you know, the more you become that person, right? Like, like this is how you do that. This version of you is you. You know, it's not an inauthentic thing. People might say that, you know, changing is inauthentic. I'm, I'm a more authentic version of myself now 
than I've ever been because a, a lot of this has been about shedding the uh, masks that I've, you know, you know, taken to wear right. throughout my life. So, you know, it, it, it's really becoming a more authentic version of yourself, a higher version of yourself. And, and then by embodying that, by, by living as that person lives, you then become that person. And, and, and then once you get to that point, well, then you can just repeat the, the process over and over right. again. It never ends. And, and, and that's one of the things I, I've learned on my journey is that, you know, there is no finish line. Once you get to that finish line, you have to set a new goal because if you don't, you know, you're only moving forward, you're moving backwards. So uh, right. you, you have to keep moving forward. No goals are excellent because they help us find, have, keep our purpose alive, keep that fire lit inside of us. So like, how do you keep that fire? Because you've done an Ironman, you've done a lot of different marathons, yeah. Ironman and everything else. So like for you, what is the next step to just in your fitness journey and, and maintaining the weight being off or, you know, no, but never again, gaining yeah. a lot of again. It's a good question. I'm not actually sure right now, you know, okay. and, and I'm in a, I'm in kind of a period of limbo right now, you mm. know, where, where uh, I don't necessarily know what the next step is. You know, a, a lot of it is going to be kind of geared toward more of my, my business goals and, and, and okay. really kind of spreading my, my message and helping other people. Um, you know, the, the, the problem with, with training for something like an Ironman is, you know, it, 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 it crosses a line of, and it, it, it stops being like exercise gives you energy. And now it starts to be like, well, exercise takes away energy from, from other aspects of your life. Right. So, you know, I, I have to put parts of my business on the back burner just because it's so time consuming and oh, demanding sure. in, in, in so many ways. So, you know, I don't know if the next step is to do something longer or harder. Right. You know, I, I have an appreciation for how these things scale and you know i understand that hey i i could do this right and it's more a question of do i want to do this you know something crazy right. like let's say run 100 miles right i know that i could do it and knowing you could do it isn't the same as doing it obviously right. but it's a, it's a far cry from looking at it and being like oh man there's no way i could ever do anything like that like i know i could do it if i were to put in the work and stay healthy and all those other things right like it's something that's that's achievable to me now it's a question of well, is it worth all my time and energy that it would take to, to achieve that goal? Or, you know, would I be, be better off doing something kind of more uh, modest? But so in the long, you know, it, in, in the long term, uh, I have signed up for the New York City Marathon Lottery, which would be in November, uh, just because it's kind of a, an impossible dream from my childhood that I could one day run run that race uh the, the odds of getting accepted are are, are, are kind of low so i'm not planning on it i figure if it's if it's meant to be it'll be and if not i'll, I'll have to find something else uh, i'm enjoying i'm enjoying right now training with, with a more balanced approach i i got into to the gym today and I, I i did some some more intense upper body weight exercises for the first time in, in a few years really um mm. just because i've been dealing with, with some injuries and obviously all the iron man training uh, it's hard to balance you know strength training with that it becomes more kind of supportive so uh, right. it, it feels good to do that and just kind of get into a more balanced place with with, with exercise and training at least for a few months you know un, until some new challenge presents itself well, and you kind of touched upon that earlier too in the podcast where you're talking about, you know, you might want to begin your weight loss journey losing a few pounds and you might, that's all you really want to lose is a few pounds. That's your journey and trying to figure out what you want to do next. So just because your journey might, I mean, you've done an Ironman. So if you want to do another one, awesome. Or if you want to kind of focus on other areas of your life, that's still developing a goal that's still 
having some fire lit inside you to keep going to give you a reason to stay in shape. So if you want to kind of teach other people how to lose weight, I know you have a coaching program and yeah. it's going to be in the description below. So of course, I'm sure you can DM if you're interested in that. Yeah. But it's more so of you got to look the part. Yeah. If you're like 50 pounds overweight, you tell me to, let's say, for lack of better words, eat a salad. Yeah. I'm going to look at you and be like, no, you should eat a salad. Yeah. And, you know, it, I've, I've gone through that because I remember, you know, my uh, coworkers would, would talk about fat loss and stuff. And, yeah. and you know, I, I knew how to do it at that point. I'd done it before twice, you know, and I, I, I didn't offer many advice, though, because I, I knew that it, it wouldn't be seen as credible. Because, you know, I, I, I was fat myself and struggling with it, but it was more just, you know, I, I wasn't in a place where I was ready to commit myself to it. You know, the, the knowledge wasn't, wasn't good, but this is one of the great things about sharing on social media is it holds me accountable too. you know, right. and if, if I've got to talk about this stuff and I've got to put, put myself on camera and I, I got to appear on podcasts, right. You know, and stuff like that. Like, well, I have to make sure I'm also, you know, walking the walk with it. And, right. You know, you know, you know, you know, sharing, sharing vulnerabilities that, that I, I have too. And, and I mean, not vulnerabilities, but, but struggles, right. Because it doesn't yeah. come, come, come easy for anyone, you know? And, and I mean, at, at a point I'm at now, you know, I, I'd actually like to, to drop about five pounds or so, you know, um, okay. it's, it's a challenge managing body composition while you're training for these kind of demanding events, you know, from like a nutritional perspective, you're really worried about really just, taking in enough food, you know, and making sure my body has the nutrition it needs to recover from training, you know, and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I, I, I raced a, a little heavier last year than, than I was accustomed to. It was an intentional sort of choice. Um, you know, now I, I'd like to, to drop back down a little bit. So, you know, it's, it's, it's an ongoing struggle, you know, kind of, kind of for everybody, I think at, at this point. Yeah, well, especially, you know, what you want to go for. Do you want to go for, like, a stronger look, a more yeah. linear look? I mean, there's so many different looks now. Yeah. And, you know, it's it, informations it, and yeah. knowledge out there that you can pretty much almost attain. Yeah. Exactly. It's one of those things, too, that when, when you're fat, you think that, well, being fat is my biggest problem. So in order to solve my problem, I need to be the opposite of fat. Right. right? I need to be as lean as possible. I need to have an eight-pack, right? And it's kind of like, well... You know, going from 30% body fat to 15% body fat is going to change your life. But going from 15% to 10%, eh, probably not. You know, it's not going to kind of have that same, you know, it's definitely diminishing returns on it. And, and you know, you know, sort of making a more holistic transformation, I've gotten more more comfortable with with that and with my, my kind of body in general and, and not identifying with it so much, you know, and, and, and realizing that, you know, if you have a healthy body, if it can do the things you want it to do, if you don't get tired, if, 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 if it doesn't feel bad, right. You know, and if, if you look good, then, then who really cares kind of right. what numbers on the scale, but you know, it, it took me kind of a long time to, to get around to, to that perspective because for a long time it was the number on the scale that, that consumed me. And I learned to sort of use that to, to my advantage too. So yeah, and there's nothing wrong with using that in the beginning stages. That way you can really see that you're losing a lot of weight. But, yeah. you know, once you kind of, because, I mean, we're not going to be just thin air and nothingness. You know, you want to yeah. have like an idea of a number just as a starting point. And then as you gain knowledge to apply to wisdom, then that's when you can kind of begin, okay, do I want to be at 
I gotta say, if you're a bodybuilder, you might want to go from that 15% to 10% yeah. to show some muscles just a little bit yeah. finer. So For it's sure. again going with your look and what you're going after and just talking to different people. Like I've talked to a lot of different people about health, wellness, and exercise because because everyone has a little bit of a different spin on it. You know, how much carbs do you put in? If you're having carbs, like is that because you're gonna be running more and you need to have that extra fuel? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's that that's kind of where I've gotten healthier too. Is you know now I care more about competing in these races than I do about how I look, right? You know, so so you know a lot of people, myself included, you know, sort of get into this for superficial reasons, which is fine. And obviously, it's important to look good. You know, if yeah. that's, that's a sign of of an emotionally healthy person, you, you want to look good. But you know, along the way, I I think you you should learn some things about it, right? And, and that's yeah. simply simply losing weight won't solve your problems. And this was you know one of the reasons why I would gain weight in the past because you know on some level I would do it and then you know, it didn't fulfill the the sort of promise that, that I gave it, right? I, I built right. up the expectations. Oh, you know, um, girls are throwing themselves at me now, right? I, I right. finally solved my uh, problem. It's like, well, I actually didn't solve my, my problem. I solved one of my problems, right? But the deeper right. problem still kind of remained. And, and fat loss didn't didn't fix that. So, you know, you know, it's, it's okay to get involved in it for superficial reasons, but you know, it, it, it doesn't have to stay that way. And, you know, you know, you can just yeah. kind of live a healthy lifestyle and, and your body's going to do what it does. And you could be okay with that provided you're in good health and, 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 you know, it works for you. Well, that's why you gotta be honest with yourself. You call it, put, you know, taking off that mask, you know, stop yeah. lying to yourself. That's why it's so important for us to take time to be honest with ourselves, like, okay, what would, you know, ask yourself this question, what would losing weight do for me? Yeah. Well, honestly, what would it do besides feeling great about being, you know, let's say 50 pounds lighter, what emotionally, physically, spiritually, what that do for you? Yeah. And that's yeah. where people yeah. would think, because that's yeah. how your why gets developed. Yeah. Because then your why is going to the how to the two to keep it, to keep the weight off. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's, it's, it's going to look different for everybody, really, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's something that, you know, I don't know that I could have evolved in, in the other ways that I did if I didn't lose the weight and I didn't get physically mm-hmm. healthier because our, our physical health is tied with our emotional health and our mental health, right? There it it's, is. It's, it's, it all works in concert together, you know, and, and the, the inside reflects the outside and the outside reflects the, the, the inside, right? So. Yeah. You know, if 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 you're emotionally healthy, then then you should have a healthy body, and you know, if you have a healthy body, then 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 you should be emotionally healthy. And I think a lot of times the reason that that doesn't kind of stick is because there is an incongruence in that, and 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 you know, it's it's you know, always trying to find its level, basically, right? So so when you end up gaining the the weight back again, it might not just be because of you know, on some level, sure, it's going to be because of the sugar and the, and the seed oils and all that other stuff. Like, yeah, on one level, that is the cause. But what is the, you know, why did you engage in those behaviors now when before you didn't and you saw success with it, right? You know, you know, th- these are kind of the uh, deeper questions. And, you know, you know, this is kind of the fundamentals of, uh, of my coaching. And I feel like I'm, I'm sort of uniquely qualified to, to, to talk to uh people about this because i've undergone this this kind of struggle 
myself. And I, I don't think somebody, unless they've actually been obese and struggled with it for a long time, can, can, can really understand, you know, you know, just how, how challenging that is because you, you'll see weight loss advice from, from people who haven't really had this issue. And you can just kind of tell sometimes, you know, it's, it's not their fault because, you know, it's, it's just, it's a deeper thing than just, Oh, eat less, move more like on some level. Sure. That's, that's great advice. But then how do you sustainably integrate that into your life for the long term? Right. That's, that's where the rubber meets the road and, and that's where yeah. the challenges and, and that's where people have a hard time with it. Well, especially when you get involved into like emotional eating. So you eat for comfort, not for like sustainability or just energy. Uh, mm-hmm. level. But you know, where there's that emotional connection to food, I know some people just love food. Yeah. They love the taste. They love the texture. And then for some people, it's more of an anxiety. And so yeah. for them, they self-soothe by eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, there, there's also just a lot of it is just kind of unconscious behavior. And yeah. So, oh my gosh. How much it? I'm just saying it's ridiculous. Why do you eat the things you eat? I don't know, just because it's 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 what I eat. You know? it's, it's 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 what I started eating. I ate it as a kid, or you know, yeah. I started eating it when I was 25 because my girlfriend bought it. You know, like who, who knows why? Unless you're kind of intentional with it and, and you give it some thought, right? You know, there's this idea of intuitive eating, and it, it definitely is a thing. Some some people can eat intuitively, but if you're overweight or obese, then I would suggest you can't eat intuitively at, at the state that you're in and, and you're disconnected from your body and you're disconnected from how these foods mm. actually make you feel because if you weren't connected with that, you wouldn't be, be eating them. So right. I think an important thing then is to say, okay, don't eat intuitively, right? Don't eat emotionally and use right. your analytical brain, use your, your logical reasoning, educate yourself and, and figure out analytically what to eat instead, you know, and, and just sort of override how you feel and, and, you know, use your brain and knowledge to figure out what to eat and log it and track it. Right. And, and right. then also see how that works for you. Right. It's, it's, it, it's a trial and, you know, see, see how, how you respond to that make changes, see how you respond to, to, to those changes. You know, this is going to look a little bit different for everybody. Obviously right. there, there's people who have had great success with all these different kinds of nutritional approaches and they will argue, you know, till the cows come home about which way is better. But, yeah. you know, I, I think you can zoom out and say, okay, look, obviously there's more than one way to solve this problem. Certain things mm-hmm. work for certain people. And, and, you know, that's great. I think we can learn from everybody. Right. And, and you, know, you know, and I think for most people, it makes sense. Hey, let's start with a balanced approach and then let's make changes as we go. And if, if you end up being hardcore keto after that and it works for you and you like it, then great. Right. But yeah. like, I wouldn't suggest that as a starting point for anybody. I would say, all right, let's just start with a balanced approach, see how it goes, because you, you have to kind of figure this out as you go. Fat loss is both an art and a science. Yes. And, 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 you know, it, it's something though, you know, if, if you stick with it and you believe in yourself, the, the self-belief aspect of it is the most important part. Because if you just keep, keep believing in yourself, keep trying stuff, don't get discouraged when, when things don't work, then your success is inevitable. So, you know, that's, that's really kind of what I would, you know, urge people, you know, is, is not, is not to, to give up. And look, if you've made it this far in this podcast, you haven't given up a party, you hasn't given up. I know we're about 31 minutes in. So if you're still watching this, I mean, yeah. let's go. Let's put some fire in the chest because you can reclaim your life yeah. and you can take control. It's not going to be easy. And if you talk to anyone who's trying to lose weight, if you talk to anyone who's even trying to improve their life, yeah, it takes a lot of effort. And it goes beyond mm-hmm. willpower, as we've been mentioning in here. 
it goes beyond, you know, just that motivation, but it's encompassed of all of them. You got to have the will, you got to have the motivation, the discipline, you got to have the logic, and then you got to have the emotional why. And then something that a lot of people don't do that I kind of teach upon is you got to be grateful for yourself of doing this journey. Yeah. Before you go to bed, I always say to people, list like at least one or two things that you're grateful for about yourself. Mm -hmm. That way you keep that emotion, you keep the logic, you keep it balanced because you're telling yourself the facts of how you improve. And then you can have that emotional feeling of how great it's going to feel and get a good night's sleep, which let's be honest, a lot of people don't. Because, you know, they don't recognize, a lot of people don't recognize the importance of sleep, how much it affects the mood, the weight loss, the metabolism. Just, again, what we've been talking about, your view of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important. And, and, and gratitude is an important practice. Courtney yes. and I, every night before bed, we have a journal where, where we write down three great things from the day before, right? Just to just to, to show some gratitude. It's easy to, to sort of focus on the things you don't have in the areas you're lacking yeah. and, wow. and not appreciate all, all the amazing things that, that we all pretty much take for granted. Certainly if you're listening or watching this, you know, you, you have internet access and you have, you know, food and water and shelter and heat and air conditioning and indoor plumbing and, and all these kind of great things that, that are easy to take for granted. But yeah. there's a lot more energy in, in gratitude and a state of gratitude than there is in a state of lack. And, and, and you know, um, just, you, you know, like you said, it, it, it's not going to necessarily be easy. But, but what, what I told myself was I knew it would take about nine months for me to lose the weight. And look, those yeah those nine months are going to pass either way. Right. You know, you know, here it is. It's September of 2016. It's going to be June 1st, 2017. And where do I want to be when that happens? You know, you know, I, I could either, I could either have reached my goal or at least made a lot of progress towards my goal, or I could be in the same situation or worse. And then still staring at the same problem and have, having made no, no progress towards it. So, you know, and, and, and then, you know, looking back on that almost six years later now, over six years later from, from when I started, it's, it's kind of a no brainer, right? Because it, it's one of these sort of asymmetrical um, bets, right? You know, because yeah, you put in nine months of work here in 2016, 2017, but here it is still paying dividends six years later, right? So, right. so that effort, that sacrifice provided you keep up with it and keeping up with it isn't as hard as doing it in the first place. But it's harder than doing nothing, right? It's, it's somewhere in between there. But you know that that work you put in can pay off for for years and years down down the line, provided you kind of keep the momentum and keep the energy going in that direction. And don't look at this as a temporary thing, right? It's a cliche, right. but cliches are often true, right? I love cliches. I think everyone on the channel loves cliches. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle change. There we go. And, 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 and you know, it, it's true because it, it, it is, you know, and, and a lifestyle change involves a diet change too, right? So it's, it's more than just changing what you eat. It's, it's right. changing the way you see yourself on, on a deep level. But, you know, that's not something to fear. You're going to have to leave stuff behind for sure. People probably too, you know, and there's going to be change associated with this. 
and you know that part of it can can be challenging you're gonna have to break you know your behavior patterns and stop stop going some of the right i i stopped going to the local bar that i was a regular at you know and and, and that was a difficult thing that was one of the hardest parts because now it's not it's not just changing what i'm eating and all this other stuff now it's now i'm i'm, I'm not getting the, the same social activity that, that, that i would right and right. i have this time and so so instead of you know, doing this thing that was a sort of unconscious behavior pattern. Hey, it's Friday night. Let's go to the bar, right? Well, now it's like, okay, I'm just gonna sit here. You know, and it's like, you know, it's, it's so it's, it, 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 that part of it in, in some ways is is harder than anything else. You know, and, and this is the stuff that that doesn't necessarily get you know a, a lot of the headlines on social media. But, you know, it's worth it because this is what you have to, to, to go through, right? right. Evolution is going to be a hard thing for any of us, you know, and the, the caterpillar turns into the butterfly, right? There's obviously going to be a painful process for, for that mm-hmm. happening. You have, you have to be willing to, to let the caterpillar go in order to become the butterfly. You know, that's, that's right. the only you, – you can't have it both ways, so, you know, and, and, and that takes courage and that can be a really challenging thing is, is letting go of the past and, and embracing a, a new uncertain future where, where you don't necessarily feel comfortable in it. And, and you know, that, that can be difficult for sure, but, but it's worth it. It's, it's worth figuring out. I think you just said two key points, living in the past and comfort. Mm-hmm. There's actually a famous kind of quote by Lao Tzu where it says, if we live in the past, we're depressed. If we live in the future, we're anxious. The best way to live is in the present where it's a gift. Yeah, and that's, that's that flow state, right? You know, yeah. and, and, and that's one of the reasons that I've come to love endurance sports. And, um, you know, you, you can at sometimes at least access that, that flow state. Sometimes when you're running, you're able to like turn your mind off and just kind of be, um, Swimming in the ocean, for example, is a great place for a flow state because you don't have much time to worry about your day-to-day problems when there's actual waves and stuff that, that you have to, like, you know, concern yourself with. Um, the past and the future obviously are important, but I think what you want to do is be intentional about accessing them, right? And, you know, right. look at the past, learn from the past, right, Correct. you know, and, 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 and figure out what you, what you could have done better, give yourself credit for, for what you did well too, because I think that's an, a common thing with, with a lot of people that I see, you know, and I work with is they have a negative self-image and, and these negatives stand out a lot more than the positives do. Right. So yes. the same way you would encourage an employee of yours or a child or anybody else that, that you cared for and you love deeply, you need to treat yourself that same way, you know, and, and that's how you treat yourself with unconditional love. And, and that's, you know, giving yourself credit for the things that you do well and, and, and learning from your shortcomings, holding yourself accountable for them, but not beating yourself up over them, right? And then once you learn these lessons, then just leave the past in the past. Right. And it's, exactly. it's the same thing with the future. It makes sense to, you know, consider the future and to prepare for certain things that might happen in the future, for sure. But then worrying about it and becoming consumed by it, that that doesn't serve you you, you either, right? So, you know, if, right. if you consider something in the future and, and you analyze it and you say, well, sure, but the odds of that happening are, are, are super low, then then just 
forget about it, right? Like, the, you know, this is why I'm not living in, in, in an old missile silo out in South uh, Dakota or something like that. Like, yeah, sure. I suppose it's possible that, you know, things go, go, go crazy. Right. And I, you know, but, but, you know, if, if I'm not prepared to do that, then there's no sake in worrying about that because it's just going to be wasted energy, wasted anxiety. And it's probably going to be anxiety that, that I feel about other things in my life that I'm just kind of projecting onto this futuristic kind of scenario. So, you know, just be intentional with accessing the, the past and the future. And, and like you said, try to stay present in the moment as much as you can, because life is always happening right here, right now, right? What time is it? It's always the same time. It's always right now. <laughs> I love it. There's always a time. It's right now. Exactly. Love it, man. That's, that's such a good, like, natural flow, too, just to say it's like, because you're never going to be ready. You just got to start. For sure. Everyone starts as a novice at one point. Everyone starts out with, like, not knowing any skills, you know, and it takes time and dedication to continue to learn. Learning yourself, learning your triggers, learning mm -hmm. what causes you to feel upset, learning what causes you to give up, and then trying to figure out what you can do. And I always focus on what's one thing you can do today for a better tomorrow and a better now more so mm -hmm. as well. Because you can think, once you transition your mind from I can't do this to what can I do, the brain automatically goes to, okay, let's solve this problem. We got a problem now? Yeah. Okay, I see two plus two, let's see uh, four. Mm -hmm. So once we kind of figure out that problem, we can solve it. Yeah, our, our, our brains, our brains are pattern recognition yes. machines, right? This is Correct. what they do. So if, you know, not to be too crass, but if you've been a loser, right, and, and all you've known is losing throughout your life, in your life experience, then your brain is going to expect more losing from the things that 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 you do. So one of the ways you, you know, to, to break that cycle is by becoming a winner you know and you can do that by, by stacking up some 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 easy small wins and building momentum toward working on on something bigger right you know one of the biggest things for me was i walked ten thousand or more steps every day for seven and a half years right and, and, and you know it's it's a minor thing walking ten thousand steps one day like you know in the grand scheme of things what does it matter but you do it every day and right. you get the notification about it and you start to feel good about yourself because you set a goal and you reached the goal and you did it every day. You did it every day this year. Right. And you start to see yourself differently because now it's like, okay, now, now, now I I'm goal oriented and, and I am successful. You know, I set these goals and I achieve them on the regular, you know, this is just kind of what I do. This is how you evolve your self image. And, and again, it's not through talk, it's through action, right? And yes. it, it's good to, to have, positive affirmations and speak highly of yourself that's good yes. but it, you know it, it, if your actions don't match that then it's, it's going to be inauthentic so um you know just getting those those small wins breaking these kind of lifelong kind of behavior patterns of of losing and expecting bad and, and, and these sort of negative sort of behavior patterns breaking those can can be be difficult you know and that's that's, I, I think, a lot of people's biggest issue is, you know, you, you expect almost the worst, and then it ends up becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy because then mm -hmm. you expect it, and then that's what you end up attracting, you know, as, as the outcome it, it is the worst. So, our, our, but again, our brains are pattern recognition machines. They can only understand the, the present and the future through the lens of the past. 
Right. So if in the past it's always gone a certain way, your brain is going to expect it that it will 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 go the same way. But that that's a limiting belief in a lot of times because it doesn't have to to go that way. You know, you know, if 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 you just sort of put that aside, right? You know, be intentional about the past and say, okay, well, in the past when I did this, I I you know I, I can improve in this area or this area, right? So now I'm going to do it differently. Now I'm going to you know try it like this and like this instead, and then just put that doubt, you know, cast that doubt aside and leave it in the past and just, you know, do it, you know, step into courage. And then, you know, courage is, is the way that we access higher energy states. So you got to step into that courage and you have to do something that, that you've never done before or you've never done successfully before. And this is the only way to, to, to be successful because, you know, we've, we've all done this many, many times throughout our lives. But again, the negatives stand out more than the positives, you know, but I mean, you've learned how to drive or how to tie your shoes or, you know, any number of things that at one point you did not know how to do, but, right. but now you, you've learned it and it's become routine and you can apply that to other skills in all areas of your life if you have the right mindset and the right perspective on it. Yeah. And not be afraid to ask for help too, because that's, mm -hmm. one thing. that's the first thing any kid does, can you tie my shoes? Yeah, for sure. And, and so you know, this, this was one of the things that was challenging for me with my obesity issue was it was hard to find help in the late nineties. You know, the internet didn't exist in, in the way that it does now. Sure. And now you have all these people who can help you and all, all this information, yeah. right? Some people might say it's too much information, but it's better than nothing. Like, like, hey, you know, you know, and then, you know, that's just when you read through all the stuff of, and you find out what fits you, whether it's keto, vegetarian, yeah, pescatarian, yeah. like anything, right? It gives you a starting place, right? So, exactly. so you know, and, and, and it's just about trying different things, you know, and, and, and this is really one of the keys to, to sort of how I'm successful is, is, is I follow a, a lot of people on social media who are really smart. And when I see them doing something, I'm like, okay, well, there's probably something to this, right? If multiple smart people that, that I follow are talking about the same thing or doing the same thing or eating the same thing, so, you know, all right, there's probably something to that, you know, and, right. and, 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 you know, this is, this is the power of social media. This is how we all kind of learn from each other. This is how we grow as a community um, it, it is by seeing what we're all doing and learning from each other and, and kind of all, all getting better. You know, people say social media is negative. It's only negative if you make it negative, right? It, it's an right. amplifier. So if, if you want to make it a positive force in your life, then, then, then you can make it a positive force in your life and it can improve your life if you do that. Yeah, and all you have to do is just clean out the filter. If you find a bunch of following a bunch of people who are negative and complain about stuff, be brave and hit the unfollow button. Yeah, that's it. And then obviously go follow Matt because <laughs> hey, he produces nothing but positive in that. What I really about appreciate with Matt though is like you really like are not afraid to be like one hundred percent yourself. Like you show constantly your pictures of who you were and who you are. I remember there's one picture when you got your first Fitbit. Yeah. Was it from your mom or it was yeah, from yeah. yeah, my my mom gave me a Fitbit for Christmas in, in twenty thirteen and I remember opening it and being like, oh, this is a stupid gift. I, I don't want this thing. And this is back when Fitbits, they were pretty boring. They were just like a bunch of lights on a plastic band. They didn't even have a screen or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, I took it home and it was Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, let, 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 let me see. So I, I 
put it on and then I hit 10,000 steps that, 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 that first day. Oh, wow. You know, and, that first day you, you know, hit 10,000. Yeah, I mean, I, I did some walking, right? And then so, so then I ended up hitting 10,000 steps every day for like the, the first two weeks from Christmas up until January 3rd. And then January 4th, it was a snow day. So I didn't go to work that day. Mm-hmm. And I hung out at home and I actually watched Breaking Bad, as I recall. And uh, at the end of the, the day, the snow had had stopped and it was, you know, uh, kind of shoveled out. So we, we went and walked to the bar and uh, I walked to the bar and I got drunk and I walked home. And then the next day I woke up and I had like 8,200 steps and I felt really disappointed in myself because I said, you know what, here I am. I, I'm not living a healthy lifestyle. I'm not taking good good care of myself. I've developed this healthy habit and I've, I've, I've done a good job maintaining it. It makes me feel good. It's not that hard to, to do. And, and you know, yesterday, right, I, I could have walked for another 12, okay, it's snowing, but I, I still managed to walk to the bar and back, which, which is right. probably like two miles or whatever, right? I, I could have walked. Still a lot, right? Yeah. Especially if you're kind of tipsy. Yeah. I, I, I could have walked for, for an extra 20 minutes on the way there or whatever, right? Like, this was no excuse that, that, that I, you know, so I, I said, you know what, from this point forward, I'm going to hit 10,000 steps every day. And I did it every day for uh, seven and a half years, all the way up until July of 2020. I, That's day. impressive. That is honestly impressive to hit 10K steps. Yeah. Every day or... Nearly every single day. That's it was every day. I hit it every day for, for, for seven and a half years. And you know that's like, okay, that's really impressive. Yeah, you know, and I, I wouldn't like this became a foundational habit for me. And just you know, most of the days it wasn't that hard because it just kind of became my my lifestyle. But sometimes you had to really kind of turn your life upside down to make sure you got these steps in and kept this 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 streak alive. And then, you know, as sort of a sign of growth, I came to the point where I realized that this this streak doesn't serve me anymore, right? And, mm-hmm. and now I'm serving this streak. And it's like, I can, I'm at a place now where I can leave it in the past, right? And I can be satisfied getting 10,000 or more steps most days, you know, and, and, right. and take a much healthier approach to it. But, you know, you know, going all in on it for that length of time, I mean, that was what, really changed my life more than anything and you know turned me from a loser into a winner that's right because you reclaimed your life that's what's that's the key thing is that you took initiative to reclaim your life to take your life back for in this case for you and your journey was from being overweight being a loser not really going in with out to running a ironman getting excited for you know in november you could be running it again and you know see if you can even make it i mean that's what's impressive. So as we kind of wrap up today, what's something that you would want to leave with the audience? Like what is like a, a phrase, a statement, something that you want to like resonate with the group? And I would just say, you know, it, it really comes down to, to self-belief and, mm-hmm. and not being caught up in these self-limiting sort of beliefs that I think we all hold to a certain extent. And, and I probably still hold, right? You know, I, I think this is a very natural human thing because until you've actually done something, you can't really ever be sure that you can do it, you know, but for me, for, for most of my life up until age 37, I didn't think it was possible for me to run further than about five miles. Like I just didn't think that, that I, 
I could ever do something like that. Even at the times of my life when I was in shape, it just seemed like, man, that, that, that's just impossible. And well, now, now I've done that literally hundreds of times, you know, and, 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 right. and now five miles is, is kind of a short run for me, you know, and, and from, from one perspective for a long time, when I was fat and when I was out of shape, yes, it was correct to say that I couldn't run further than five miles because I couldn't, but it was wrong to say that I couldn't ever run further than five miles. Right. And that was just an incorrect self-limiting belief. And in order to get to that point, I obviously would have had to do a lot of work and, you know, you know, put that work in, but if I was willing to put that work in, it was possible. And I know that because I've, I've demonstrated it, you know, and it's, it's obviously true at this point. So I, I can only help, but, but think that, you know, you know, there, there's other self-limiting beliefs in other areas of my life that are holding me back. And, and that's part of the, uh, you know, great thing about life because you know if you could just kind of tick off all the boxes when you're in your 20s your 30s your 40s well then what would the point be you know so yeah. it's it, it's always great to to expand your comfort zone and learn new things and, and challenge yourself in new ways it doesn't have to be doing crazy long races or anything like that you know the uh, mind is 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 also an area where we can challenge ourselves so uh you know just just keep challenging yourself and and, and keep setting new new goals when you're reaching old goals because you know if you can just get one percent better every day that compounds over the weeks months and years to be a really impressive you know you know change and, and yeah, you, you, can, you, different. you can accomplish a lot but but you'll never wake up and, and and look or feel that much different from the day before you know it, it doesn't matter how far along on the journey you are you're going to be pretty much the same place you were the, the day before and the day before that because you know, changes like this are gradual, but if you can do it with consistency over time, you can really do some amazing things. So, um, you know, if you're struggling out there, the most important thing is to believe that you can do this and start working towards it, even if it's small ways. Like, like I, I always say one of the things I did that, that, that turned my life around was, was flossing my, uh, teeth every night you know and, mm. and you know that's how you demonstrate self-love by, by yeah. demonstrating self-love by doing habits consistently that show yourself that, that you care for it and, and love yourself right so you know it's it's there's more than just one way to 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 sort of reach this goal but you just gotta you know believe you can achieve it and keep working towards it and if you work towards it relentlessly then your success is inevitable it's just a matter of time and that time it takes well that's the whole point of this right again right. another cliche it's not the it's the journey not the destination but it's true right yeah, so exactly. if it's the time that it takes you from get to point a to point b that's where all the value is it's not in being at point b yeah and that's why matt you are the definition of a man of action who went from inaction to action who reclaimed his life. Mr. Edman, thank you so much for coming on here. And don't forget to follow Matt on all the social media platforms. Check out his coaching program to see how he can make an impact in your life today. So that way you can learn how to go from a man of inaction to a man of action, a man of value, and a high-quality man. So just remember, we're all about getting better, doing the best we can. So I hope everyone has a blessed day. See ya.